lovelies. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm really excited about this episode because this is a question that comes up a lot. Um, and so today we're going to talk about how to make somebody fall in love with you. Now, I want to start by saying that this is a technique that I've used a lot and it always works. But I want to just say like, sometimes you shouldn't make someone fall in love with you. Sometimes, you know, it's the wrong person and it's a bad idea. But anyway, I'm going to teach you the skill and then it's not on me who you use it on. Um, it, it works. It works all the time. So the first thing I want to say is um, I, in my life, I think dated people that were way out of my league, not mentally, not like emotionally, but physically out of my league. And I don't know how I figured out this technique. And I don't know actually if somebody taught it to me or if I just came up with it on my own. But when you're in LA and you're around a lot of like models and celebrities and everything else, you're just around a lot of hot people when you live in LA. That's just the way that it is. I don't know how it is in other cities, but if you come to Los Angeles to visit, you'll be like, oh my God, there's so many good looking people here. So the thing that you want to know is people, no matter who they are, no matter how famous they are, love attention, right? So I think, I think it's about paying a lot of attention to someone, but also making them feel really good about themselves. And you don't have to do it in a way that's bullshit. You can do it in a way that's very genuine, right? Like, I'll just give an example of an actor that I dated, which I'm not telling you who it was. Um, it wasn't like the longest relationship. But anyway, I had a super big crush on him. So I would just say things to him that were really true for me, but also made him feel really good. Like, you know, how talented I thought he was and how I thought he could be you know, doing bigger things with his career and how I thought that his talent was epic. And most of that was really true. But I think when people are around you and they feel really good around you, they start to want to be around you more. I mean, that's just human nature. That's true with everything. And I want to say like, this podcast is really about um, dating and, and relationships, but you can use this in anything. I've used this a lot in interviews, you know, um, some people are not good at it. Let's just say that there are some people that it just comes off really fake and they're like, Oh my God, I love your shirt or whatever, you know, and it just comes off like, ew, gross. But if you can do it in a way where you find how it could be genuine, you know, I, I'm not just telling you to just like suck up to people, but if it can be genuine, if you can find something that you really like about somebody and point it out, most people walk around not feeling that great about themselves. And the thing that I didn't know was I just thought, oh my God, if you look like Brad Pitt and you're walking around, you must just have the best life and you must just feel amazing all the time. And that's not true. And a lot of times what's true is that those really good looking people, a lot of people don't compliment them because they think, oh, they already know, or, you know, they're so stuck up and, you know, and they don't need to hear it from me. So a lot of times when people get around celebrities or really attractive people, they start to look for um, validation from them to make themselves feel good because sometimes they feel inadequate being around somebody famous. I've seen this so many times. People get around someone famous 
and instantly they act like they want to show off for them. They want to, they want to get complimented by them. So like, um, I do stand up comedy and before I was married, when I would date people, it was just annoying because they would try to be funny. And it's like, I don't need you to be funny. One of us is already funny, bro. That's me. Like you could just chill and be good at what you're good at. But they would overcompensate and try to make me laugh because they thought if they made me laugh, then I would find them attractive. And that wasn't necessarily true. Like if you're funny, you're funny, you know, you're funny because you're constantly making people laugh. If you're not funny, that's fine. Don't try to be funny. Like know what you're good at and just do that. So anyway, back to famous or good looking, really good looking people. Um, you know, they have insecurities too. And I think that's something a lot of people don't realize. They think, oh, because they're that good looking. I mean, I didn't realize it. I thought, you know, they didn't need me to compliment them because the whole world was complimenting them. But that's not really true. And in my experience, what's happened is the people who are the most attractive, um, and this isn't always the case, but for the most part, the people that are most attractive tend to be the most insecure people. And people that I met that were like the most famous and the most talented, they were still really insecure. So building people up and making them feel good, they'll notice like, oh, when I'm around her or when I'm around him, I feel really good about myself. That person makes me feel good. So you can use this in friendship, in work, around your in-laws, you know, just take the focus off of you. Cause I think when we go into situations, we feel insecure and we feel like we have to perform or get you to like us. So we're just doing all this stuff and the focus is not on the other person. But if you can just learn to be really calm and still and listen, that's another thing. Everyone needs to just shut the fuck up a little bit. Me too. I'm guilty of it too. Because while you're talking, I'm thinking of 10 things I want to say to you. But if, but, but when you're around a really good listener, like I have a friend, I won't say his name, but he's a great listener. And he was probably the first person that I was around that was a really good listener. And when you're around somebody who's a really good listener, it sounds corny, but you feel listened to, you feel heard. And most people really want to be heard. And so that's another really good technique is to just be quiet and really listen and don't feel like you have to say anything, just really hear them. And then you can say something, but let them get all the words out. That's another thing. Like me and my husband are really guilty of this. He's talking, I'm talking, he's, he's talking, I'm thinking, he's, I'm talking, he's thinking like we're always on top of each other, but to just give it a long pause and really listen to the other person that brings up so many good feelings in you. You feel like, Oh, it's almost shocking in a way. Cause we do it so much. We talk over other people. It's almost shocking. We go, Oh wow. He's, he's really listening to me or she's really listening to me. Um, so that's of great value to just really listen to someone. And then, you know, ask someone, you know, how you can be helpful, you know, or how you can, or what, what you can do to kind of help them because most people are overwhelmed in life. And so when you have somebody asking like, you know, um, you know, could I do this? Could I do that? You know, I think this comes up a lot for, with women. I think sometimes as women and rightfully so, right. We just, we feel like, we want the men to do everything, you know? And so a lot of times when we're secure in ourselves, you know, if they invite us over or whatever, like one time I was dating this guy and he paid for everything, literally everything, even when we went out and, um, 
We would both park our cars in valet. He would pay for my valet and tip my valet as well, which is really, really sweet. And, you know, I had a lot of girlfriends that were like, girl, he should be doing that. You know, let him pay for everything. He's got money. And we went out one time for dinner um, with a friend of his that was visiting from out of town. And we weren't at a fancy place. We were just at like a little wing stop. But anyway, I gave the food server my credit card and I just said, hey, just ring it up. Don't ever bring the check. He was so impressed with that because he was sort of a celebrity, like a-ish, you know, and um, and no one ever picked up the tab because especially in his friend group, everybody just thought, oh, bro, you're loaded. You got money. You're on a show, blah, blah, blah. No one ever paid for it. And I mean, what was it? 40 bucks or something in the check? It wasn't a big deal. But it just showed like that I value you. And I say this because I think a lot of times like women can be like, men have to pay for everything and, you know, he's dating me and it's his privilege and whatever. And like, I agree to a certain extent, like it is really nice when, when a man picks up the check first date, all that kind of stuff. But if you've been dating for a while and you have a job and he has a job, just pick up a check once in a while, you know, just anyway. So that's another thing that you can do that just let somebody know, especially somebody who's got money or rich or celebrity or whatever, it lets them know, Hey, I'm not here for that. You know, you have value to me and I'm going to treat you like, I hate to say like a regular person, but that's what celebrities love is to kind of be treated like just a regular person in a way. Um, anyway, so not like this episode isn't about how to date a celebrity or how to date a model, or it's like how to, you know, get somebody really interested in you. But that's one of the ways to just be really genuine and I also think a lot of times, like, we want to play games, you know, could because that's what we're taught, right? Like, there's all those books that came out, like, why men love bitches. And we have to, like, apparently not everybody's heard of this book. I mentioned this book to some people, and they were like, what? That's a book? And I was like, yeah, it was a pretty famous book for a while. Um, so women thought we had to be bitches. And we had to, like, you know, make you respect us. And in my experience, that isn't true. I, I've never really... For the most part, there was a couple of randos, but for the most part, I've always felt really respected by men. And I think that's because, A, I don't play, right? I treat myself in a way that shows that I respect myself and I don't tolerate bullshit. So I'm like, you better respect me because I respect myself and I'm not going to tolerate any nonsense. But I didn't have to like prove that to people. I didn't have to like throw dirt at in your face or something to get you to respect me or like be over the top. I just had to like respect you back and, and, and and also treat myself as someone who I respect so that it just, it just kind of came naturally. You know, people will play, listen, men will play women. Yes. But women will play men too when they know they can get over on somebody. So I don't think it's like you have to walk around and really be so guarded and just like always looking for, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's the part where I have to like really stand up for myself. I think that's where we can get into a little bit of game playing. We think there's like some trick to getting somebody to respect you. But I think it's just like when we start to tolerate something from a guy or a girl that we like that we wouldn't tolerate from anybody else, that's where kind of the break in the chain is, right? Um, and another like, I, I mean, I'm talking about not game playing, but then I'm like, here's some tricks, but you get what I'm saying. Um, another like 
kind of a trick, I guess, is I always tell girls when they say to me, like, I really like this guy and, you know, he didn't text me back or this happened and I haven't heard from him. What should I do? What should I do? And I, my advice always is treat the person you like the same way you treat the person you don't like. Treat the person you like, the, the, treat the person you're into the same way you treat the person you're not into. There's a reason why when you're not into somebody, they become obsessed with you. And that's because you're just not really that into them. So it's like they text you like, oh, geez, this guy, I'll text him when I have a minute, you know? Um, or you're like, you just kind of have an attitude of like, whatever, like maybe you kind of like them, but you're not that into them. So like, Hey, you want to go out? And you're like, yeah, Friday. No, I'm busy, but maybe next week hit me back, you know? And then you don't even text them back. That attitude of sort of laid back and not so needy is the right attitude to have even when you really like somebody. Because in my experience, and I've spent a lot of time around men, I was in a band with all men, um, most of my teenage years into my twenties and then spent a lot of time with men, um, doing stand-up comedy. So I get to kind of hear like the locker room talk or whatever you want to call it. And I think it's like, you know, when women just throw themselves and I've seen this, right. I've had girlfriends that did this, even when I told them do not do this, they just throw themselves at guys like roadkill. Like, it's just like, they're just dead at their feet. And it's just not attractive, especially because men are kind of hunters in a way, like they want a little bit of a chase. And again, I'm not saying you have to play games, but it's like, don't be so fucking available all the time, right? I have this one girlfriend that it's just like, literally, she's like literally waiting for him to call her back or text her back. Or it's like, go do you, boo, go get your life, go do your life. Don't be so available. I say this all the time, you know. Um, you know, don't, don't be like his right arm. You know what I mean? Like, don't be so like right there all the time. Cause you know, no one misses their right arm cause it's always there, you know? So uh, another theory that I have is I think men fall in love in the spaces. So when you remove yourself a little bit, it gives them a moment to feel like, oh yeah, I miss her. But if you're always right there, and you always text right back and you're always available and you're always right there. It's just like, it's, it's not attractive. You know, it's like that thing they say, you know, people want what they can't have. And I think there's some truth to that, but it's not like that they can't have it. It's just like, it doesn't have to be right there all the time. So my overall advice is always to women when they're getting into like looking for, you know, a boyfriend or whatever, or starting to date is like, go get a life have a life, be busy, be doing stuff. There's nothing more boring than the only thing going on with you is that you like a guy. Ew, gross, yuck. Or the only thing going on with you is like you're obsessed with this guy and then obsessed with that guy. And that's another thing I want to talk about. If you tell me, oh my God, I'm in love with this guy. And then it doesn't work out. And like a month later, you're like, oh my God, I'm so in love with this guy. You need to check yourself because you're not in love. First of all, you're just maybe in lust or you're infatuated. But when you can that quickly move from one to the next to the next, that tells me that you need to work on yourself. Because I'll tell you right now, a man is not going to fix you. Fix you. A woman is not going to fix you. It just presents a new set of challenges, problems, and some benefits. 
That's any situation. If you're single, there are benefits, challenges, and problems to being single. If you're in a relationship, there's benefits, challenges, and problems to being in a relationship. If you're married, there's benefits, challenges, and problems to being married. There's no end to problems, challenges, and benefits of any situation, right? It's just different. So when women think that, oh, a guy is going to fix my situation, I look at your situation and I'm like, you need to fix your situation. You need to fix your life. I am a firm believer in don't go looking for a guy when you're, when you're, you're not together yourself. You know, I know they say like, you can't really love somebody until you love yourself. And I mean, obviously that's true, but I also think it goes deeper. It's like, you can't really, you're not really available to be in a relationship when you don't know how you're going to pay your rent next month, or you don't know where you're going to be living next month, or you don't know like what's going on with your health or you're, you know, having some sort of addiction problems, or you're, you know, in the midst of a raging eating disorder, like boo, go work on you for a little bit, you know, get yourself together. Um, Cause that brings up another point, right? A lot of times I hear people say like, well, I just want someone who's like really stable, has a good job, has a good relationship with their family, works out, is good with money. And then I have to look and go, but you're none of those things, right? Like attracts like. If you want those things, become those things. And then energetically, you will draw it to you, right? It's like that thing if you're always walking around going, I hear this all the time. There's like, oh, there's no good men in fill in the blank, wherever you live, right? <laughs> there's no good men here. Um, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy because there's plenty of men, okay? There's plenty of people in the world. I had a girlfriend that was really hung up on this guy who was a mess. He was a mess. She was a mess. She was really hung up on him. She could not get over him. And I just said to her one day, I was like, do you have any idea how many people there are in the world? I mean, men are like buses. You stand on the corner, one comes around every 20 minutes it's not that. That is not the problem. And, and the same thing with women. God, I feel like there's even more women than there are men. There's tons of people in the world. It's not that. It's that what you're looking for exists. But if you're not, if you're not putting that out into the world, like if you want a guy that's like really secure in himself and you're really insecure, why would that guy want to be with you? People that are secure with themselves and are financially stable want to be with people that are similar, right? Unless you're just looking for a sugar daddy, unless you're looking for somebody who's got like a bunch of money, they made it in their life and they're just looking for whatever, a hot girl or a hot guy. Um, but if you're looking for a real relationship, a balanced relationship, you have to start working on the things that you want in the relationship. You want to work on bringing those things in your life. And then when you meet somebody, I think that will get rid of a lot of that desperate kind of clinging, you know, think really when girls or guys fall head over heels for somebody, it's because there's something in them that they really want in themselves. It's a quality that they think they can get by osmosis, right? You meet a guy who like has a great relationship with his family and you're like, oh, that's what I want. But in the meantime, you haven't visited any of your family. You treat them like crap. You don't show up to any of their parties or events. You haven't called your mom in a month or two months. Like work on that, you know, because that will be attractive to somebody because the person that has those things, like somebody who's really great with money or has a great career, they've worked for that. They've made that one of their core values. They... They've put in a lot of time and energy for that. So 
they want to see that you've done that as well, because that's attractive, right? So anyway, just to kind of recap, I think in looking for a partner, you know, um, you want to look for somebody who has the qualities that you aspire to be in yourself. And if you're not there yet, then maybe work on that while you're waiting to meet somebody. But if you really just found somebody and you're like, oh my God, I really, really like them. And I just kind of want to make them crush on me the way I'm crushing on them. Here are the tips. Listening. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up and listen and look at them in the eyes and listen. One. Two, say nice things to them. People like people that say really nice things to them. We're all struggling. The whole world is struggling. Everybody needs a like, hey, you look really nice today. Oh my God, that's a great color on you. Oh my God, your car is beautiful. Or, you know, I mean, I don't know about the car thing, but maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe if they're really into their car or whatever, like you're a really good driver. Like the thing I will say about people that are really attractive make it something other than their looks. Okay. So I dated this guy who was really, really hot and any compliments I gave to him were never about the way he looks. Cause that's all he got. He was a model. That's all he got. So I would say things like, God, I love the way you call your mom every Sunday. That's so sweet. You're so caring. That must mean a lot to her. Things like that, whatever it is, you know, it can be something about their level of intelligence or their level of commitment or, or whatever it is. Like people walk around not feeling great about themselves. So when you can be that person that says something positive, you know, it's not necessarily flattery, but something positive, then they're going to think about that. You know, people think about yourself when somebody says something really nice to you, don't you walk away feeling better? And don't you think about it all day? Maybe even like in a couple of weeks, you're like, you know, getting ready and you're like thinking about that compliment. So just be better at like giving out those little tokens of affection or whatever to people. And the other thing I will say is like, be interested in some of the things that they're interested in. Find like some commonality. That's really important too. You know, if they love watching baseball or whatever, just be like, hey, let's go watch that game tonight or whatever together. Because that's the other thing, like people love to share what they're passionate about with other people. So be, you know, kind to people. And, and if you really like somebody and you do these things, I'm telling you, they're going to start to, they're going to start to come your way. Um, I don't know if they're right for you. That's a whole other episode, but I hope this helps you guys. Um, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Um, please give it five stars and comment, you know, say what resonated with you, what didn't, what was helpful and, um, anything else you'd like me to cover. All right. Thanks.